Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. Today's podcast is going to focus around the idea of discipline. But if you're really disciplined, what you're going to do is you're going to push pause on the podcast. You're going to go to www.lalo.com, L-A-L-O, use the code Maximus20 and get yourself a pair or even a few pairs of Maximus shoes. You're also going to open up another browser and go to Nitor Performance, N-I-T-O-R, performance.com. Use the code Maximus Podcast and order yourself a bunch of bags of protein. The codes again for Lalo, Maximus 20, for Nitor, Maximus Podcast. Joe, how is that for a promo? I think that's that pretty solid. I, I like where I that was pretty going. good. Yeah. Yeah, I just want people to be disciplined and buy some shoes and that's right. Drink some protein and do some other things because <laughs> well, these begins, are very. It begins with the very, small things, right? Small yeah. actionable actions, and and then we build. It's a very important aspect of discipline. Yes, but seriously, we've been talking about this idea of discipline for a while. Uh, I, I think Joe, we've tried over the years to define it, label it, mm-hmm. pin down exactly what it is. Um, but we've come to a conclusion that may surprise some people out there that. There's no real such thing as discipline. Like I think the idea of discipline as a whole is horseshit. Yes. Yeah. What what most people think discipline is is non-existent. No. Now, if you look at the definition, I mean, there's there's one form of discipline, and that's like punishment, right? Right. You're being so you're, you're being gonna, disciplined, right? You're being disciplined. We're not talking about that. We're talking about, and this is according to the dictionary. I didn't make this up. To train oneself to do something in a controlled and habitual way. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, I guess if you think about it, like being disciplined as like a, a punishment is supposed to put you towards that, right? Like yes. the reason you're being disciplined is because someone is trying to train you. So in a way, discipline kind of feels like a negative term. Yeah. yeah. Like if I'm going to say I need to be more disciplined, it kind of feels like I need to force myself to do something that I don't really want to. Yeah. So it embodies traits maybe like showing up, Mm -hmm. uh, being dedicated, uh, doing these things you don't like to do. Getting used to being uncomfortable, right? Yep. Sticking to a task. And over the years, I, I mean, I've had talks with numerous athletes, clients, random people on the bus or the subway <laughs> or you know on the airplane yeah and this comes up again and again and again how do i be disciplined how do i force myself to do something i don't like yeah how do i show up to the gym every day how do i eat food that i don't want to eat and all i hear lately and it's taken me a while to get to this point mm-hmm. all i hear is you don't want it bad enough yeah yeah because if you wanted it you wouldn't answer these stupid questions. And that's where, Joe, I don't think there's such a thing as discipline because you either want it or you don't. Well, and I come from this martial arts background, right? And and if you listen to the, to the core values podcast, I think we talked about this a little bit, uh, but discipline's not one of my core values. And I, and I had to think my way around that because it is really kind of an important aspect of my life is like being disciplined, developing discipline. And I, and I stand by the idea that discipline is a learned thing. Like nobody's born disciplined. Like you have yep. to learn it. And it really just comes back to what you want. You know, when, when I got into martial arts, like I wanted to be a good fighter. I wanted yep. my black belt. You know, I wanted to lead the class. And so it was easy for me to show up, to do the work, to pass the test. But that's because I wanted it. 
Now, people talk about fitness. They talk about health. And, and every day you have a choice. I posted about this last week. Every moment of every day you have a choice. And, and you're sitting there and you're like, do I want a bite of that donut or do I want six-pack abs? And you say, well, yep. I, I want the donut. Well, you want the donut more than the abs. There's no discipline for that. Like you just eat the donut. <laughs> By the way, depending on the, the tastiness level of the donut, I can't fault well, right. somebody for making that decision. But you're right. And and if I was to look at you, I mean, if I was going to judge you, mm-hmm. I wouldn't put the label of discipline on you as a whole. Because in certain areas of your life, I think you're one of the most quote unquote disciplined people mm-hmm. I've met. And in other areas, you have no discipline. <laughs> it all depends on what's important to you. Exactly. Exactly. Like it's 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 the same thing as me. I mean, you know, you're always harassing me about posting more on my Instagram stories. Yeah. Like Rob, you got to post about the podcast. You got to. I'm not that disciplined with it. Yeah. But I'm mega disciplined with the working out. Yeah, I never, ha- the, I never have had to remind you to go work out. Yeah. What's the difference? I really enjoy working out. I don't yeah. like posting promos on my Instagram stories. So I don't think giving somebody or what people are looking for, they already have it. You have the ability to be disciplined. You just don't want whatever it is you're trying to be disciplined about. You're looking for a way to be forced to do something that you inherently yeah. don't really want to do. And that, not judging, right? Like when we say like you don't want it bad enough, it's not that there's something wrong with you. You know, it's not it's not like you should want this thing. It's just you, you just don't. You don't want it to the point where it's coming naturally. Whatever whatever your goal is, if it if it's just to get those six pack abs, that's what you say your goal is. But then you're constantly making the wrong decisions towards that goal. You you don't really want it as bad as you thought you did. And so well, it's, it's funny. It's, it's it's that like honest self assessment, and that that can be really really painful to sit well, down and, people- and, and tell yourself that. I thought I wanted this thing, but apparently I don't. It's not motivating me. It's not exciting me. It's not keeping me on track. No, and people hate, and and I've learned the hard way. People hate to be told they just don't want it. Yeah, yeah. Because they kind of feel like it should be insulting. Yeah. You know, like I, I, and I can give you a whole list of people ranging from my kid to my wife to my friends to random people, again, on the bus or the subway or the airplane who I just look at them and say, it doesn't seem like you want it bad enough. And the response is always the same. How dare you tell me what I want and don't want? I do want it. This is just hard. I'm as dedicated as anybody. Well, that's not true because your actions aren't concurrent with your words. Um, I had a talk with somebody the other day about this. and, And Joe, I'll ask you the question. Sure. How many times a day do I tell you that I want to gain weight? Uh, like 11. 11. Yeah. Sometimes I randomly text you, Joe, I wish I was heavier. Yeah. Do, do I tell you it's important to me? Yeah. You have a good reason. Do I tell you it's important to my brand? Yeah. Like I've, I've articulated that. Yeah. We have talks about it. What if I told you I missed a meal every night for the past week? <laughs> what like, are you doing? <laughs> well, hey, what are you doing? But Bobby, do you really want this as bad as you say you want this? How dare you question my yeah. integrity, Joe? Of course I want it. Well, then why didn't you eat? Yeah. Like if you want it that bad, why didn't you eat? And it's always funny to me, the people who say they can't do something until it becomes important enough to them. And then you watch that switch flip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, think about just from a a weight loss standpoint, right? People will say, I want to lose weight. Yeah. I want to look better naked. But they may not actually take any kind of actual action until the doctor tells them you're pre-diabetic. 
Well, and, and then taking, all of a sudden, whoa, oh, no, yeah. yeah, they're on it. I have a funny story about this, Joe. When I used to train people in Canada uh, at a Good Life Fitness, Good Life is uh, – I don't expect everyone to know what it is because I don't think it's a chain in, in, in the United States or really anywhere in the world other than Canada. But it's a 24-7 fitness, a Gold's Gym, like a big box style gym. Mm-hmm. And I used to train this guy who could not lose weight and he literally was addicted to nuts, mm. macadamia nuts, cashews, walnuts, almonds, peanuts – like whatever he could eat. And it was just, you know, nuts can be pretty high in calories. Yeah. Like a handful here or there isn't going to affect you, but you're eating these things all day. Yeah. You're probably going to be a heavy set individual. Yeah. Not the nuts are bad for you. They're just high in calories. Yeah. Couldn't stop eating them. Talked to him, yelled at him, canceled his training, punished him, just would not watch what he put in his mouth. So a couple of years later, we'd, we'd lost touch. He gets in touch with me. He says, guess what I quit eating? I'm like, nuts? He's like, yeah. I'm like, how the hell did you do that? Like you tried for years. He had a baby that was born that had a severe nut allergy and he quit that shit overnight. Oh, wow, yeah. Because it was important to him. Like his, his son's health was more important to him than eating the nuts. So that was that was interesting to me, like what a driving force I didn't understand at the time because I wasn't a parent. Yeah. The love of a child could be. Yeah. But it also helped me understand, well, you just didn't want it bad enough. Your mm-hmm. weight wasn't important to you. Your son's life is. Yeah. yeah. When you put it in. The, and listen, I don't want to put those things on the same level. If I had the choice between my son living and being a little bit overweight, why well, I choose to be a little bit overweight. Yeah. But it just shows you when people are motivated, how quickly they can, like I said, flip that switch. Mm-hmm. And it's all about wanting it. It's also funny to me, and you've trained a bunch of people like this who are ultra dedicated or quote unquote disciplined in one area of their life yeah. and completely devoid in another. Yeah, yeah. There are people that will show up at the gym every day, nonstop, without fail, yep. regardless of the weather, right? Neither rain nor sleet nor snow nor dark at night. But they will not give up drinking on the weekends. Yep. You know, not at all. They will not discipline their diet. They will not do any of the other stuff because they think that that one thing should make up for everything else. And it, it just yep. doesn't. Or they're not dedicated in their relationship. Yeah. Or they're super dedicated at work but not dedicated with their training program. Or their, their personal finances. I mean there was a time when I was a, a financial crisis counselor and that was a real common thing. People who are super dedicated to their family, super dedicated to the job, lost the job, had no idea where their money was going. It's like, well, why don't you just apply the same dedication to the other areas of your life? But they couldn't couldn't sure. cross that bridge. You're the you're the CFO, like a chief financial officer of a major corporation, and you can balance the books of a billion dollar company, but you can't balance your home budget. Yeah, yeah. But this shit happens all the time. And back to your, you know, the example of um like, do you want it or not? Most people, and we're going to relate this to fitness a little bit. Most people don't really want to do the work to get fit, Joe. No, no. And, and, and why would you? Like, I mean, in today's society, and I liked what you said about no judgment. I have no problem with someone not wanting it. Mm-hmm. I have friends that don't train. There's people I respect who don't train. I don't think everyone should have to jump on the fitness train. I do think it can help everybody. I do think it can change everybody's life, but if it's not for you, it's not for you. But I think what happens is you're a guy, you're 30 pounds overweight, 
you kind of feel like you should get fit, but you don't really want to. Mm -hmm. The only reason you feel you should get fit is because that's what you're supposed to do. That's what right. the TV's been telling you lately. That's what men's health told you. You uh, looked on Instagram and saw Joe Cibula and thought, wow, yeah. that guy had an amazing transformation. I think I should do that too. Yep. But when it comes down to it, it doesn't affect your paycheck. Mm -hmm. It doesn't affect really how your kids look at you. You have an attractive wife who she's not leaving you anytime soon. Yeah. So apparently six pack abs and, and you getting back in shape aren't a deal breaker. Right. What's your motivation? So you just don't do it. Mm-hmm. But you got to then tell everybody that you want it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and of course, you'll, you'll start out strong because yep. you, have, you have that kind of like that beginner mentality of like, all right, I'm going to do this. And you're hitting the gym. And, and then when it gets to the grind, which it's always going to turn into a grind, when it becomes yep. that grind, you suddenly realize like this is a lot of work for something that doesn't really have a lot of value in my life because it's yeah. not necessary. And you could you could say in a way then – a nicer way to tell people they don't want it is you just don't value it that much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, right? it, like, or like or you, it just it just doesn't have the value that you thought it had. You yes. know, like it it doesn't match up. And I would say talking about your transformation and if you guys are late to the podcast and you want to check out Joe's transformation, it's episode two. Mm -hmm. um, you made a quite an incredible transformation, lost a bunch bunch of weight, yeah. uh, got ripped. I mean, I think it's the fittest you've ever been. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to say in your life, but easily since your 20s. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there was something that happened in those three months that you really wanted it or you really valued it. Mm -hmm. And it was just all of a sudden you're disciplined. Yeah. You didn't eat the, you didn't eat the things you shouldn't eat. You, you went to bed on time. You worked out. And, and that was that. Yeah. It was that simple. But the, the purpose of this podcast, I guess, is okay. We can't make you want it. No. I can't give you advice on that. You either do or you don't, mm -hmm. you know, and I've dealt with a lot of people like that in the gym where I wish they would want it. Joe, you've been in that situation. Yeah. I know oh, yeah. where you want it more than a client or more than an athlete. And you just can't make somebody want it, Yeah, which sucks. So we have to give you a few hacks to almost fake it, I guess. Right. I don't like the whole fake it thing, a genuine want. You don't need these hacks. You'll just do them naturally. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I have no problem with fake it until you make it. I yep. really don't like whatever it's going to take. Enough. Like, just do it, man. Just whatever gets the job done. Yeah. You know, um, what I'm trying to say there is that you can't fake really wanting something. Right. Yeah. Because if somebody really wants to lose weight, they don't need us. No, no. Well, I mean, I mean, really think, think, think about it. If it's like do or die, if it's like you're either going to lose 30 pounds in the next six months or you're going to be on a bazillion medications you're going to yeah. be in, in, in a bad spot. Like I'm going to, you, you don't need us. You'll, you'll just drop the weight. I'm going to stop you there in today's society. I think people opt for the medication. Oh, I, I, I don't disagree. I, I, yeah. I'd like to think medication is enough of a, of a deal breaker, but it doesn't maybe death is. Yeah. But unfortunately, if a doctor told you that you were going to die in six months, you wouldn't pay attention till month five. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, a, it, it's crazy how, Little respect people have for themselves, I would say, is is, yeah. is is what I put it at. Maybe maybe that's unfair to put that judgment on people, but it seems like that from the outside. And if not not individually, at least culturally, that's that's kind of yes. where we're at. You know, so like an individual might might be in a different place, but I, I do feel like as a culture, we do not place high value on our health. No, a medication won't be that bad. Everyone's yeah. on. Yeah. Okay, I was actually watching Joe. It was funny. Um, 
there was a, a, a an ad last night for one of these. It seems that every six months or year, the medications go through cycles. Yeah. Like a year ago, all I was hearing about was IBS. Yep. All I was hearing about was colitis. And, and, and funny enough, I ended up getting this horrible antibiotic-induced disease called C. diff, which made me have some of these things. Yeah. And I was supposed to be on medication for the rest of my life. I got off medication as quickly as I could mm-hmm. by altering diet, researching, doing everything I could. But I started to pay attention to these commercials and I'm hearing about all these medications for it. Well, the new one seems to be eczema. Like having a couple of patches on your skin is really bad. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I don't know about you, Joe, I have a bit of eczema. Yeah, It's it doesn't really alter my life anyway. Sometimes my skin gets a little blotchy around well, my dude, elbows. Dude, or, we, we live in a gym. You know what I mean? Like my yeah. skin gets gets damaged every day. Have you ever seen my shins? Just from taking no. dingers deadlifting? Like they're scarred. Yeah. They're gross. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm constantly covered in dirt and sweat. Guess what? I've got some skin issues. Like I'm not yep. surprised. So there's this medication last night. I actually paid attention. They're talking about eczema. And I'm like, maybe I could get me some of that. And then they start going over the list of potential problems, <laughs> tuberculosis, IBS, heart disease, cancer. I'm like, holy mm-hmm. shit, I will take the skin any day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, people and, it's just, always uh, thoughts of harming oneself or others. Like, oh, yes. really? <laughs> yeah, if you feel depressed and like you're going to harm other people, you should contact your doctor. It's like, why would I take this again? Mm-hmm. What, because, I don't know, showering a little more? Is, yeah. is hard or using some cream is mm-hmm. hard or changing my diet a little bit is too hard. I'm just going to hop on this medication and then I'm going to need medication for the – as far as I can tell, there was 1,800 other things that this yeah. medication was going to cause. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I, need, I need stuff for. But the, I, I guess the point is people would rather just take the easy way out. They don't want to do any work. So that's why people are searching for discipline. Because right. they're trying to figure out how to make themselves want something. I want to that they put, put something in perspective here because we, we talked about this kind of from a cultural level, right, of, of us not really respecting uh, – I, I don't want to say fitness, but it's, it's a disrespect for the hard work that goes into it. Um, I was watching American Ninja Warrior last week, and every commercial break was for a different drug. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like so you got a bunch of people who are really enjoying a show – about people who work really hard and train really hard and, and, they're, and they're trying to overcome this, you know, very physically challenging event. And then the commercials are trying to sell these people these quick pills to fix these, you know, minor problems with all these different side effects like that. To me, it's almost a, a poetic representation of what's wrong with healthcare in our country. You know, yep. and, you, and you can say what you want. The system is broken. I don't disagree. But I also think from the user end, our expectations are all fucked. Oh, Yeah. You know, I'd much rather take a pill that gives me a million side effects and then have to take a pill for every one of those side effects rather than like just doing the work and, and getting in better yeah. shape and taking better care of myself or, or, or recognizing and, that my diet is probably not optimal and, and make some changes. And by the way, not even work that hard. Right. Like yeah. it's 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 so funny. Um, I was talking to somebody today. Uh, I train people at Blender Bottle regularly. Uh, so just their corporate team. And there's a girl who came back to class after having a baby. She's like, well, what do I got to do to get fit? I'm like, honestly, show up. You don't even have to work that hard. I understand how hard it is to have a baby, yeah. what it's like to get no sleep. Just show up and we'll give you some pretty simple exercises to do. You can go as hard as you want or as easy as you want. But if mm-hmm. you show up and just kind of watch what you eat, 
good things are going to happen. And that's it, Joe. Yep. That's all you have to do. I mean, shit, I was talking to somebody the other day. If you just walked 5K a day, you would lose the 30 pounds you wanted to lose. Is walking 5K listening to, say, I don't know, the Maximus podcast that (laughs) difficult? Like, I, holy hell. I mean, I guess if you hate the sound of our voice, it would suck. But listen to something else. I mean, it's not that hard. So back to this whole idea of discipline. I just just had an idea. We, We should have a whole podcast that's just like, all right, walk faster. All right, now now do do ten push ups. Go. All right, do ten squats. Now keep walking. (laughs) Just over. That would actually be a pretty good joke. (laughs) But we've got some hacks for some people. Uh, So if you have a hard time wanting it, but you know that you should, here's some hacks to help you fake it, so to speak. So we've got some rules. The number one rule in terms of finding the elusive fountain of discipline, if you will, (laughs) is don't trust yourself to do the right thing. No, you won't. You're human, which means you're weak and you'll break. Yeah. You, it, so and just, not if, but when. Yep. So some examples. An alcoholic can't have booze in the house. It doesn't work. You will. I mean, that's the number one thing, Joe. I've, I've yeah. dealt with some alcoholics before. They cannot be exposed to alcohol because you can't stop yourself from drinking no, it. No. And you'll find every every excuse to. And, and yeah, you've already proven that you can't. Yep. You know, don't say, have bad food. I, I was just going to say that if you're trying to lose weight, toss all the bad food out, get rid of it, pa- pack it up, give it yourself. to the pantry, like get, get it out of the house. So it's funny, Joe, I, I'm, I have a partial addiction problem with Sour Patch Kids and yeah. Swedish Fish. <laughs> They're like little gummy candies. And it's funny. I have a Smith's, which is a, a, a grocery store uh, down the street from me. It's like a Kroger or a Cubs or whatever. Yeah. I can walk to the grocery store in three minutes. If I want candies at eight o'clock at night, I'm too fucking lazy to walk to the grocery store. Right, right. If they're in the house, I am opening that damn package. And I cannot, for as disciplined as Bobby Maximus is, I can work out four hours a day. I can have a sauna every day. I can Mm -hmm. research stuff. I can eat the right food. If candies are in the house, Joe, I will eat them. I can't stop myself. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't have them in the house. And it's bad because sometimes I'm at Costco and I'll go through this whole thing where I'll see a giant <laughs> glowing five pound bag of Swedish fish. And I'm like, don't buy it. You can hear the don't angels singing. Oh. Yep. And, I, and, and I always tell myself, no, 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 I'll be more disciplined. I mm-hmm. I won't eat them except on special occasions. And I buy the bag. And two days later, I went through five fucking pounds of gummy candy. And I feel like ass. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I'm never buying them again. And I go through this cycle of I, I buy them again. So if I'm going to be on a diet, I got to get rid of and, and and I like this stuff, but I got to get rid of ice cream. Yeah, I got to get rid of Doritos. I got to get rid of Swedish fish. Like anything that I, it's not on my diet, I can't have it in my house. Right. I, I'm that way with ice cream. If there's ice cream in the house, it is gone. And that's it's, either it's getting tossed out or it's getting tossed down the gullet because I can't yep. stop. You can't stop it. It's, I was actually reading something, uh, something the other day, and I actually want to quote this to you, Joe, because I'm, I'm actually wondering what you – I'm going to test your cultural awareness here. Did you, did you read the outline I sent you? Um, up to the point we're at, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, read, read, read the next line for yeah, me yeah. here. I, yeah, I see that there. <laughs> Foddery is one of my favorite terms. I want to, let me read this for everyone. <clears throat> This is from the outline as prepared by Bobby Maximus. 
Don't fill your timeline with thoughts or hang out with people engaged in thoughtery. Okay. <laughs> so this is where we're probably going to lose some people. Do you know what a thought is, Joe? <laughs> uh, is there like a textbook definition? <laughs> it, it it stands for that hoe over there. There you go. So it's a it's a person of ill repute that you should not want to be involved <laughs> with. Um, I've heard it referred to. Yeah, I guess it could be a guy or a girl, mm-hmm. but um, and engaging in thoughtery is engaging in what I'll call hoe-like behavior, Mm -hmm. which is actually really funny. (laughs) But there was a post. There's this company I love, and this is not a sponsorship. They're called Candle Crack, and they make like scented candles. Okay. So you can get like lavender and sage Mm -hmm. and all these nice candles. But they have funny, funny, (laughs) funny advertisements. And one of them was – if you want to have a good relationship, delete a couple of thoughts from your timeline every day. <laughs> I laughed so hard because it's true. Like yeah. if you're the type of guy that that or girl, to be fair, that can't stay faithful and gets yourself involved in inappropriate conversations or making comments. Mm-hmm. Don't follow these people on Instagram. We were we were joking. I'm going to tell you guys something that's really funny. Have you seen the show Temptation Island, Joe? Oh, yeah. Holy shit, Lisa and I got hooked on this. This is like <laughs> it was like, it's like watching just a train, train wreck, wreck. city. Yeah. Watching this, right? And if you don't know what the show is, you guys have to look this up and watch it. But they take three or four couples, and the women go to one island surrounded by like 20 handsome, attractive, successful men. Well, I don't know how successful they are if they're on the show Temptation Island. Because yeah. I don't know what kind of person subjects themselves to that. <laughs> but then the guys go to an island and they're surrounded by all these women. And the goal of the of the of the people on the island is to stay faithful to their 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 boyfriend and girlfriend. And the other people, like if you're one of the four guys, you're surrounded by 20 girls and their sole goal in life is to like make you cheat. Yeah. So it's funny. Almost every one of these couples cheats. Mm -hmm. But there are couples that don't, Joe, like like it's funny that no matter how tempted they are, they don't break. But there are people that that temptation, it's temptation island. If it's around, they will do the wrong thing. So like if you're the type of person that has a problem with this, stop following thoughts on Instagram. Stop hanging out with people that are trying to get you off of temptation island. Stay off of temptation (laughs) island. It it goes back to what my mom said to me. You know, you're hanging out with the wrong crowd. Bad stuff's going to happen. And it's like, come on, mom. I'm smarter than that. No, you aren't. Nope. You hang out with the wrong crowd, you will get in trouble. Well, watch, watch the news, right? Like you, you'll hear stories of people who basically made horrible decisions, and you start to piece it together. You know, if if, if you're going to hang out with that crowd and act that way, you're going to end up getting caught doing stupid things. Nobody's immune stupid. from this. No. So, like, get rid of these people from your timeline. Don't have bad food in your house. Don't have alcohol if you're an alcoholic. So when it comes to fitness, don't trust yourself to just go to the gym every day because no. you said you're going to go to the gym. Don't trust yourself to to eat good food because that's what you want. Yeah. Because yeah. I will tell you, the minute you get distracted, uh, the minute you get, I don't know, your little feelings get hurt, what are you going to do? Emotionally eat? That's another yeah. thing I don't get. Explain to me what getting your feelings hurt 
has to do with eating three bags of Doritos and a quart of ice cream. I'm worthless. I don't deserve my fitness goals, so I might as well go face first into a, a box of Cheerios. Like, I can't imagine. I mean, I don't like, have that in me. It's, it's a leap. It's a strong leap, but people fall into that. You know? Joe was mean to me in the podcast. I'm going to drink a bottle of vodka tonight. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> I showed you, Joe. Yeah, you did. Uh, you know? Yeah, boy, I sure learned my lesson now. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, when I wake up with a wicked hangover, I sure taught you a lesson. Yeah. Don't talk to Bobby Maximus this way, but <laughs> don't trust yourself to do the right thing. No, no. So put some safeguards in place. Get mm-hmm. rid of all the bad food from your house. Yeah, you know? get, get, if, get, if, get if, the temptation out of the way. Just be yeah. done with it. And and people have a hard time with this. Uh, we used to do a lot of like, like paleo challenges or 30-day nutrition challenges. Yep. And people would just want to pack the bad food away so they could get it out later. Like, okay, A, that's just stupid. The idea is that you don't want that at all. Like, just get rid of it. Like, just get it out of the house. Throw it away. Give it away. Whatever you got to do, but clear it out. You make make $200,000 a year. You better not throw away that 99-cent Snickers bar. Better eat it so it doesn't go to waste. There's a Halloween candy left over from three years ago. (laughs) Well, I have to get rid of mine because you know the candies? Mm -hmm. I. I, then I have all the candies, uh-huh. and I'm like, I can't stop myself. It's Halloween every day. I hate Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> just for that reason, right? But the other thing is, don't trust yourself to do the right thing. Another one that I've I've counseled people on: if you know there's a fifty fifty chance you're going to go um, to work all day, mm-hmm. and then get tired and not go to the gym after work like you're supposed to, work out in the morning before you go. Yep. To work. Like don't because when it comes Thursday and you're exhausted. You're not going to make the right choice. No, no. And you're not going to do it. And and I think about things that I want and things that I don't want. Things that I want, Joe, I will move heaven and earth to do it. Yeah, 100%. I'll rearrange my schedule. I'll take a late flight. I'll lie, cheat, steal, just find some way to get it done. Yeah. If I don't want to do it, holy shit, I will do everything I can to avoid it. You know? And, well, and for think, here, here's, here's a perfect example, right? Uh if I tell you there's this great show on Netflix and you got to watch it and you're like, ah, yep. you know, I just, I just don't have time. I just really don't have time. I'm doing X. I'm doing Y. I'm doing Z. I don't have time for it. But you, you saw every episode of season eight of Game of Thrones. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you could find the time if you really wanted to, but you just oh, don't yeah. want it. Yeah. Yo, Joe, I'll use, and, and, and you know him, you love him. Beanie Maximus, my uh-huh. son, my firstborn, <laughs> my pride and joy. Jax is 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 he's kind of getting to this point right now. Mm-hmm. And I'll guarantee Jojo is. But it's funny with beans. If I tell him to get ready for school, it's like an hour yeah. to put on his socks. He is the slowest moving human I have ever met. Mm-hmm. So one morning I go, hey, bud, dad's in a hurry. If you get ready, I'll take you to McDonald's. He was like that that Tasmanian devil uh, <laughs> tornado in the Looney Tunes. And all of a sudden, his, he, he washes and dries his clothes, irons everything up, presses them, ties his shoes, hairs <laughs> combed, teeth brushed. This is all in 35 seconds. Yeah. And he's at the front door. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Yep. And I'm like, where the hell did this come from? <laughs> and it's funny. He's ready in like two seconds. But he's so honest to a fault. He looks at me. He goes, well, dad, it's because you told me you'd take me to McDonald's. You Uh should tell me that every day. Uh I go, so wait, what you're telling me is you're fully capable of this. You just choose (laughs) not to. And then he looks at me. He goes, oh, dad, I I guess that was a bad thing to say, huh? (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like I've got your number now. Yeah. But just watch your kids. If they're motivated to do something, they're unstoppable. Yeah. 
Yeah. They don't want to do something like clean their room three hours later. Yeah. They're still stalling. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. So if you have to work out in the morning, if you have to get rid of the bad food from your home, not that difficult. Second, make yourself a plan. This is rule number two. You can't wing it. Winging it's never worked for any. Never, never, ever. It's like, what, what did we say the other podcast? We got some complaints about it. <laughs> no one plans to be fat, lazy, or broke. Yeah, exactly. That's nobody's now, now life I, goal. I'm going to grow up and be fat, lazy, and broke. Like, what an easy So I path. assume everyone, that's mean that you guys said that. <laughs> are you, and what I wanted to write back to the person was, so are you A, fat, B, lazy, or C, broke? Which <laughs> one is it? How have I offended you today? But <laughs> no, one, no one makes a plan to do this. It no. just happens. Yeah, yeah. But, just happens is what happens when you don't have a plan. Well, right, because what's going to happen is whatever the default is, right? So, and I've said yep. that before. Our default trajectory is not to be super healthy, uh, you know, in in shape. Our, our default trajectory is to do the easiest thing at every opportunity, always to follow yep. the the path of least resistance. But think about where that leads. You know, yep. it, it doesn't lead to anywhere interesting. So do, do something. Like make a plan. Write yeah. something down. Stick to it. Like just even writing it down, Joe, or putting it on your fridge or doing something to hold yourself accountable and thinking ahead can really help you in the future. Well, and, and if you th- you think back to, to rule number one, you're not trusting yourself. If you're writing things out, you're going to almost accidentally create a list of things you need to do because you can't trust yourself. Maybe maybe part of making that plan is calling in some buddy support. Yeah. Like you, you talk to your wife, hey, Megan, every time you see me eat bread, pull it out of my hands. Mm-hmm. If I go to order something, remind me. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's actually funny, and I'm going to call him out on this podcast, our mutual friend Byron. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I put him on a diet. <laughs> to get ripped. Poor Byron. Well, actually, no. He said he wants to be ripped. He wants to make a transformation. Yeah. He's like, I want to look like I did when I was 20. I want to be fit for my brand. I'm like, okay, I'll help you. So we're in Houston. And I I mean, now I'm going to sound like a jackass. I I, (laughs) kind of accidentally sort of maybe somewhat took him to the Shake Shack. (laughs) Like maybe nine times or something. I don't remember. (laughs) You know, I'm like the devil on the shoulder. But, But it's funny. I don't actually have a problem with him eating Shake Shack because I think it's really good food. Mm-hmm. He just has to get it without a bun. And without thinking, he's like, yeah, I want two cheeseburgers and a, and a, and a custard. What the fuck, Byron? <laughs> I thought you were on a diet. He, his comeback was pretty good. He goes, well, why'd you bring me to the Shake Shack? And I'm like, <laughs> shit, yeah, okay, you got a good right. point. But why, why wouldn't you order without a bun? Yeah, why does somebody have and to he, remind you of that, right? It just it seems like, you, like you can't. Yep. Why didn't you have it without a bun and a water? And he kind of looked at me, and it wasn't that he was like weak. Mm-hmm. He goes, I, I guess I didn't think of that. Yeah. Whoa, he's an intelligent person. And by the way, this happens to everybody. Yes. Like I, I would say I'm an expert in personal training, in quotation marks. And I'll ask you sometimes, Joe, I, I really wish I could uh, be more explosive. And you're like, well, Bobby, why don't you jump? Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, my God, Joe, I never thought of that. <laughs> oh, shit, Bobby. And they let you teach seminars? Like you just <laughs> don't think about it. And that's what happens to me sometimes, frankly, with working out. I know what happens to you. It's happened to our buddy Byron, who's a great trainer. I don't make a workout plan. 
and I rely that when I go into the gym, I'm just going to do the right thing and I fall apart. The times I've been the most fit in my life are when I write out a plan, not when I'm just going to wing it. And if anyone's qualified to wing it, it's you or me or Byron. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, like, like you're, you train other people, mm-hmm. but you can't, if you don't have a plan, you're going to fall apart. So the third thing, schedule your life. This is huge. This is so yep. huge. If you are having a hard time getting fit, treat your meals and treat your gym time like it's your job. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is stick to it. Uh, there's actually a great story. A guy I taught at a seminar said he hated going to the gym. And a lot of times he'd skip it. So finally, he made a contract with himself, a deal with himself, a promise to himself that no matter what, he'd show up at the gym at 4 p.m. every day. He'd just show up. Mm-hmm. If he didn't want to work out, he'd just sit there. But he had to be there. He treated it like a standing appointment. Mm-hmm. And he said a funny thing happened. He would go to the gym not wanting to train and just sit there. And he had to sit there till 5 o'clock. And around 4.15, he'd say, oh, fuck it. If I'm here, I might as well do something. Mm-hmm. He'd walk a little bit. It wouldn't always be hard, but he'd start to do activity. And just by showing up at 4 to 5 every day and sticking to it, he ended up working out every day, Joe. Yeah. There wasn't one day he said that he just sat there for an hour. Mm-hmm. He'd just be disciplined enough, because we're talking about discipline, to show up at the gym. Well, and think about it, though. It, it wasn't like discipline took him to the gym. Nope. It was the fact that he had a time scheduled and he had to be there. Yep. You know, the rest kind of takes care of itself. And and, 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 I, and, and I would even say, like, the discipline is what he learns because of that. The discipline yeah. is now, you know, three, four, five years down the road when he's going to the gym every day and people are like, wow, how are you so disciplined? And he's like, well, I just woke up with it one day. Like, no, bullshit. Yeah. It was because he set an oh, appointment just, and he stuck just showed to up. Yeah. But people do the opposite, right? You're supposed to work out at 4 p.m. And then someone says, hey, Joe, do you want to go get lunch at 4.30? And you're like, oh, yeah, I'll skip my workout. I'll just work Mm -hmm. out after. Not going to happen. Nope. Treat, make a schedule. Treat it like a job. Mm -hmm. Treat it like an appointment you can't miss. This was huge in my transformation is to say I needed to get my two workouts in every day without fail. And so I put them on it on my Google calendar like I would an appointment with a client. It looked just like a client appointment. And if somebody said, hey, do you want to go do this? Do you want to go do that? Can we meet? Nope, I'm booked. That's it. Booked. Treat it like you're going to get charged if you don't show up. Yeah, exactly. That's easy. Yeah. Like it, it can cost you 25 bucks because there, there are days I could call you and, hey, Joe, do you want to do a podcast before? No, sorry, Bobby, I'm training. Fair enough. I'll never disrespect you. The hard part is, and, and this is some advice I give to people in the real world, don't tell people you're training. They won't understand yeah. and they'll try to get you out of it because training's not important to them. Why should it be important to you? Don't say you're training. Tell them you have an appointment. I'm fine with lying. Yeah, yeah I have an that's appointment. exactly right. Like you don't have to tell people you have to go to the gym because yeah. they won't understand. So just say you or, have an appointment. Or, yeah, say you're going to the doctor. Say you're going to the dentist. You'll end up in this this awkward conversation where they're like, well, why do you got to go to the gym? Oh, well, you know, I made a goal. And now they're going to start knocking on your goal, you know. And then it's back yep. to, to your, your marathon runner, right, when she told her, her goal to everybody in the teacher's lounge. And now they're, they're like chopping at the root, right? And they say, yeah. wow, you can't do that. You know, uh, Jim tried and he failed and Laura got hurt. And, you know, suddenly your goals are getting attacked. And again, you can't trust yourself. And and if everybody's telling you what you're doing is stupid, eventually you're going to start listening to that. 
tell people you're going to therapy. Yeah. I have to go. Like, Joe, go if you therapy. said you had an appointment with a therapist, I would never say skip it, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go better yourself. Get out of there. <laughs> you know? If anything, I'd be like, oh, no, you can't miss that, Joe. You need yeah. to go to therapy. Yeah. Like, so call it your therapy session. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you could argue it is therapy. Yeah. To a degree. And maybe so you have a therapist and they, they agree to tell you that it is part of your therapy. Done. Yep. Done and done. Number four, kill all distractions. Mm-hmm. So what I don't want you to do is get distracted by the internet and go to www.lalo.com. Put in the code Maximus20 and order yourself some Maximus shoes <laughs> or go to nightorperformance.com, N-I-T-O-R, performance. Again, do not do this. Don't get distracted. Just listen to the podcast. <laughs> Put in the code Maximus podcast and order yourself some protein. Don't get distracted by these things. You Just gotta listen to the podcast. Focus. Stay focused. Actually, what, what the hell am I saying? Go buy all the shit right now. If you buy the shoes and eat the protein, you don't need to be disciplined. You'll just get fitness. There's this beautiful, beautiful thing that you can do called hit pause on the podcast. So go ahead. I like it. Just hit pause. Go order your shoes. Order your protein. We'll wait. We will. (laughs) We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back. (laughs) Here we go. That was a really good – I like the way I snuck (laughs) that one in there. I hope people appreciate this and byproduct, Joe. I hope it takes me a lot too. of work to do this. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know well, um, and I, I want to bring value to our sponsors. They put a lot of faith in us. So, you know. Yes. Even though we're ass clowns. Jeez. <laughs> um, but back to – see, now we're getting distracted. Do yes. not listen to us. This is like when your dad says, do as I say, not as I do. Yes. But – we all have ADHD and get distracted. It's so funny. This reminds me of my brother Mikey and hopefully he's listening right now. My brother got diagnosed with ADD when he was a kid, Joe. Mm. Mikey doesn't fucking have ADD. Mikey doesn't want to do math. Mikey doesn't do math. I've seen Mikey do complex math shit. On, this is a kid that was taking a 60 yeah. in high school math but could do complex calculus and physics equations and computer programming that was – way over my head and I was a straight A student. Yeah, yeah. Like, mom, Mikey's not bad at math because he has ADHD. He's bored to fucking tears yes. is what the problem is. Yep. He doesn't want to do it. Like, he's doing university-level calculus in grade 10 on a computer because mm-hmm. he likes it. When the teacher says, what's four plus four, Mikey, he can't pay attention. Mm-hmm. That's not ADD. You just don't want to do it. And we all, I would argue, Joe – have ADD or ADHD when we don't like something. Yeah. You know what I mean? mean? You're you're, you're sitting at work and then you get a notification on your phone. How fast are you checking that notification? Because you're really just looking for some kind of distraction. Why? It's because that notification is more fun than work. It is. And, And it's probably junk mail, but you'd rather deal with some junk email than to continue on with your daily grind. Yep. It's the phone example. We talk about this every day. When I call you, you don't have to pick up. You're right. choosing to pick up. The, the phone Why? ringing. Because when I call you. <laughs> because we have great conversations like this. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because talking to me is more fun than what you're doing at yeah. the time. Yeah. If what you were doing at the time is more fun, I would get put on the back burner. Yeah. So it's not really an ADD or ADHD thing. It's what you like and what you don't like. So what you need to do is kill all distractions. One of the things I recommend to people that I did, put your day into buckets. Mm-hmm. 
Because what people will do is they'll do eight things at once. Yeah. And they'll get nothing done. Mm-hmm. So you you know you you leave Megan home with, alone with the kids one day, you you, you get home. What do you do all day? Nothing. I, I watched the kids. Yeah. Watch the kids all day. They didn't nap. Well, they napped. Well, what did you do during that time? And and there's no answer. It's just a whole day has gone by. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's guilty of this. Dads, moms. It's because you're trying to play with your kids. Check your email. Check your Instagram. Talk on the phone and clean the house all at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. You know what ends up getting done? Zero. Zero. So what I recommend is put your time into buckets. So now, if if I'm going to tell you my workday, Joe, I work from blend I blend a bottle from six thirty to eight thirty. Mm-hmm. From eight thirty to nine is my time in the car. What goes into that bucket? Talking to you to plan the podcast, to plan our business stuff. Yep. Nine to eleven is my workout at the gym. I'm not on email. I'm not on the phone. It's my workout time at the gym. I get home at 11 o'clock. From 11 to 1 is email time. Mm-hmm. I can only do email from 11 to 1. I've got to get it done. Do I answer text messages then? Nope. No. Phone calls then? Nope. Because nope. if I answer your phone call, I can't get my email done. Mm-hmm. From 1 to 3, maybe that's my Instagram time. Then I get all my Instagram done in that time. From 3 to 4, maybe that's business admin time. It doesn't matter how you want to arrange this. Yeah. Because these things might not be pertinent to your life, but just stick to the task. It's really funny when people say, I clean all day and my house is still a mess. If you hire professional cleaners to come in, it is fucking shocking how clean they can make your house in an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. It blows me away. Have you ever had cleaning service, Joe? Yes. Like when cleaners come into your house and do their thing, it's like they did this much in an hour and a half. Why? Because they're getting their work done. Yeah, they're just they're, they're not, not distracted. distracted. They're not taking breaks every five minutes to to have a snack and play on the phone and do something else. Like they are getting to work, and it's shocking how much headway you can make. Yeah, well, I think it, it's so it's build, important for people because this this I think happens a lot at work too, right? Yep. Where it's like, what did you actually achieve today? You know, you you work yep. for some company, you've got some goals, and at the end of the day, what did you actually get done? And and it's hard to even say what you did. You know, you worked all day, but what you ended up doing was running around putting out fires. Uh, when when I ran the gym, this was really easy hole to fall into. A lot of other gym owners that I talked to, this is what they did all day. They're just constantly reacting to stuff. And so I learned this uh, this matrix. It's the the important urgent matrix, right? If something's urgent and important, that's what you're doing right now. If it's not urgent and important, you get to that later. If it's urgent but it's not important, you're not going to do it because it's not important. And if it's not urgent and not important, you can just delegate that to someone else. Like just clear that stuff out. And what ends up happening is you're just focused on that one task until it's complete. And so that way you're not like, you know, you get an email from a new client. Well, guess what? It's not time for me to respond to that yet. No. And, and I know everybody but it's funny thinks, oh, how I, we want feel- to, I want to jump right on that email. But as soon as you do, you're not getting anything else done. And all you've done all day is just kind of chased your tail. But it's funny we feel the pressure too. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you send me a text at 8.30 at night that says, Bobby, I know you don't answer text past 8 o'clock. This is not urgent. It, I just need you to send me the logo mm-hmm. for a T-shirt I'm making. Um, I need it within a month. Yeah. And I'm like right on my computer sending you that logo right then. Mm-hmm. You were very clear you didn't need it. Yeah. But that's me. That's my need to get stuff done. Yep. 
Well, all I've done is distract myself. So don't distract yourself. You don't need to. And, and, and one of the things that I guess we should really do a podcast on this, Joe, because it, it, way too much to talk about in this one, mm-hmm. but the power of no. Right, yeah. Just learn to say no to people. It's, it, it's kind of like when you work from home. So I'm upstairs working away on my emails and my wife decided to go grocery shopping. And she comes in, she's like, can you help me get the groceries from the car? Nope, I can't. She gets very mad, by the way, Joe, when I do that. Uh, yeah. But nope, I can't. Why not? Because I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Well, you could put your work away. If I worked at an office building, would you drive there and knock at the door <laughs> of the office building or ask a secretary to pull me out of a meeting so I could put the groceries away? Like you decided to go to the grocery store. You handle it. And and listen, in fairness, I do the same thing to her. Mm-hmm. Like if, if I'm in the backyard doing some landscaping and I decide I need some help. I can come in and she's in the middle of doing an Instagram live or emailing or working on her brand. I'm like, can you come help me in the backyard? No, I'm working right now. Yeah, yeah. It's why a lot of people who work from home have to have an office, Joe. Yes, yeah. With the rule that if the office door is closed, you treat that like I'm at a real job. Because mm-hmm. otherwise you'll get nothing done. No, Because you get a distracted. Lot, it's- a lot of companies don't want people working from home just for that reason because yep. their productivity is Because – they can't kill those distractions. Yep. Like, hey, or, or it's like if you and I live together. Hey, Bobby, I get that you like talking, but I got to work right now. Yeah, yeah. You got to go away and stop bugging me. So just learn if you can kill distractions and you can put your days into buckets like that, it's amazing how much free time you have. Yeah. It's shocking when you can do stuff focused, how much work a person well, and can get shocking done. how focused you can be. Oh, you know? yeah. When you know you only have two hours to do all your emails, mm-hmm. you'll get them all done. Yeah. If you know you can kind of just do it all day, you you won't. I actually had a thing, Joe. I instituted this in my life. Mm-hmm. When I started having nighttime classes at the gym from 5 to 7, I said that I am not working past 7 o'clock at night. Like the minute I lock the door of the gym, I am done. Mm-hmm. No email, no text, I'm finished. And at first, this caused me some grief because I was doing emails at night. Yeah. I was text messaging at night. But now when I know that I can't do anything past 7, I'm so hyper-focused in the day. I'm actually done all my emails at 3 p.m. and I have two extra hours to do nothing. And I'm like, where's all my time gone? (laughs) And it's because I'm focused now. So I get shit done. Yeah. So the final thing, and and, and this is a a rule, decide if you want it or not. We talked about this at the start of the podcast. It's funny how people act differently when they really want something. Mm -hmm. Dedication or discipline is not the problem. I'm going to throw my wife under the bus right now, Joe. So hopefully she's going to listen to this and she'll laugh. This is so true, though. I know where you're going with this. It is so true. So so Lisa decided she wanted to gain some weight. She wanted to gain some weight. And this is public knowledge. We had a weight gain contest. I started at 236 and I needed to get to 250. Uh, She started at 136 and she needed to get to 145, Joe. Mm -hmm. So I had to gain a little more weight than her. Um, but percentage wise of body weight, it was about the same. Mm-hmm. And I ended up crushing her in that competition. I got up to 255 mm-hmm. and she was stuck at 137. And I would say to her, like, you don't want to gain weight. How dare you tell me that I don't want it? Well, you don't act like you want it. You miss meals. Yeah. Well, I'm busy and I forget to pack snacks. And I kind of laughed. I go, what do you mean you forget to pack snacks? She goes, well, I get busy and I forget to pack snacks and then, and, then, and, then I, and then I don't eat all day. And I'm like, but you want to gain weight. She's like, yes. 
Like, but you forget to pack snacks. She's like, yes. Like, in what world does this make sense to you? Right. So I, I said to her one day, I go, tell me about the diaper bag. She goes, what about it? I go, as far as I can tell, that diaper bag is organized 24-7, 365. Like, we have never been out and not had six diapers, mm-hmm. a nighttime diaper in case we got stranded, a bottle of water, snacks, a toothbrush. Uh, there's a cure for Ebola in the diaper bag. <laughs> there's a there's a makeshift tornado shelter. There's like a solar panel in there. Like, this diaper bag, Joe, is – let me tell you, she loves the baby more than anyone has loved a baby in the history of the world. I believe it. And he has everything you could need in the diaper bag. You're coming to visit next month. Mm-hmm. If something happens, the zombie apocalypse comes, <laughs> I'm overtaken by zombies and I'm dead. And You and Megan need to know what to do. Just grab the fucking diaper bag. It's got everything we need. <laughs> everything. A satellite phone, a fucking gun. Like it's like everything you could need to survive. What if I'm out and zombies attack us? What are Jackson and I gonna do? There's like a there's like a bat wrap with barbed wire, some zombie bombs in there. Like everything from just in case there's a zombie apocalypse, the diaper bag has it in there. Yes. And the funny thing is. If she uses something from the diaper bag, guess what immediately gets replaced into the diaper bag? Yeah, yeah. That thing. So I love it. I just steal it all the time because it helps me with life. There's (laughs) protein powder in there, milk, uh, phone chargers, Mm -hmm. everything you could need. Your lost shaker cup, Joe, your lost shaker cup is in the diaper (laughs) bag right now. But the the point of this, there are a lot of moms like this that will move heaven and earth to look after their kid. Yeah. So wait, you spend like, as far as I can tell, two hours a day itemizing and organizing the diaper bag, but you couldn't make yourself a peanut butter sandwich? Mm-hmm. What, what, the, what the fuck is going on here? But it's because you just don't value it enough. You just don't yeah. want it, right? So if you don't want it, that's fine. But just tell me you don't want it. Um, same thing, Joe, your, your, your D&D manual. I got to yeah. bring this up. All right. So Joe, you like the Dungeons and Dragons? I do. Uh, I like that you're a nerd. I can't make fun of <laughs> Magic Gathering. You've got me addicted to this game called Journeys in Middle Earth, which, yeah. which for those of you that don't know what it is, Joe and I are the lowest of the low when it comes to the nerd totem pole. <laughs> like we are the, we shouldn't be big and strong and muscular. Like we should have pocket protectors. We should be stuffed in a locker. Um, really, I'm like a giant strong yeah, powerful still, I, I walk into like the game shop and everything just stops and they all just look at me like what are you doing here <laughs> like yep, I, I need i need i need me. card sleeves for journeys in middle earth please <laughs> but, it, but it's funny there's been times in the spirit of honesty i've been on you about your diet oh yeah like joe you gotta get super ripped we got a mm. photo shoot coming up don't eat the carbs yeah plan Go make yourself a sandwich. And sometimes you have a hard time with it. Yeah. But yet you've made this like 200 page handwritten, <laughs> drawn out fucking Dungeons and Dragons manuscript. When I saw that, I actually didn't feel as bad about myself as I do because I'm like, OK, this guy wastes a lot of time on stupid shit, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's but, but my example of that, Joe, is I built a 6000 piece replica of helms deep out of legos i had to order legos from denmark Mm -hmm. i had to research on ebay what parts to get i had to use a program called autocad to make drafting schematics (laughs) to make this thing work 
This was like <laughs> fucking two months of my life to mm-hmm. put this thing together. But yet I call you and I'm like, Joe, I can't figure out where the settings are on MailChimp. Can you help me? <laughs> Bobby, stop it. Yeah. You know what capable. I mean? Like yeah. I could put work into something I want and do it and generate all these skills, but for something else I cannot. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my, the, my, the, the, the moral of that story is like you have the skill set. You're just not applying it. You know? That's exactly it. You know, I can't do I can't do yard work, but I can build the most complex Lego structure the world has ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yard work should nope. be a breeze. All, but yeah, yard work should be a breeze. But I'll come up with all kinds of excuses. So when I say the rule is decide if you want it or not, here's some advice: do some soul searching and figure out what you really want. Mm-hmm. Well, let's if be honest. Let, let, you, let's not waste a ton of effort chasing after things that you think you ought to want. Well, and that's the point, Joe. Either do it then or just shut the fuck up and free time. Yeah. Like imagine you had the free time of not worrying about working out, not worrying about all this dumb shit that you don't want to do and go do something you love. Yeah. Be free of this prison you put yourself in. Well, and think of what you could accomplish along those lines, you know? Like, I mean, the the sky's the limit. But when when you apply yourself to something – and and are really into it and really want it. Like you'll be surprised at how much you can you can gain. And and if you try to force yourself to do things that you don't want to do, you're not gonna stick to it. Of course not. And of course excuses become a problem and motivation becomes a problem. If it, if yep. it's something that excites you, you know, if it's that thing that gets you up out of bed in the morning because you're so excited to go do it, well, God, good for you, man. Make it happen. Go do it. Yeah. But if you don't want to do it, stop talking about it. We've already established you don't need to be that fit to survive in today's world. Yeah. Like just be happy with your meds at that point. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of like funny, Joe, and, 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 and we'll end the podcast by saying this and, and maybe you have something to add, but I do not respect the person who constantly cries about how they're not in shape. Right. I'm not in shape. I don't – I'm not fit enough. I don't have time. I don't know what to eat. Like, just shut up. Stop filling my headspace with this garbage. Yeah, yeah. You know who I do respect? The person who's 30 pounds overweight that can look me in the eye that says, I'm happy with myself. Yeah. My self-worth isn't based on how I look. And honestly, I hate training. I'd rather watch Netflix. It brings me more joy. Groovy. I have I have nothing to say to that person. Yeah. Like, I want to applaud them. Like, okay, you get it. Great. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then and then I might try to talk them into training. Oh, well, hey, you know, you might be better at watching Netflix if you're more fit. You might be better at your gaming if you're well, more fit. And they're like, think, Rob, think, I get Think of it this way. Like like what what gets me excited? Like I love training. Man, I love the 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 changes in my body. Getting stronger, getting faster, being able to do new things. You know, it's I, I love to toy with different martial arts moves, a lot of gymnastics stuff. I like learning new skills. Last year I learned how to do a back handspring for the first time. Like that stuff is what excites me. Somebody else, they might get excited about, I don't know, playing the mandolin. But the thing is like I I enjoy what I'm doing. I'm passionate and I want to share that passion with people. You know, so if somebody comes up and they're like, hey, I'm I'm, I'm super passionate about the accordion and I watch them play and I watch them get into it. I don't care at all about the accordion, but I do really get into that passion that they want to share. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and if I try to convince you that working out's all right and you should do it and it's mm-hmm. going to help you stick to your guns, that's great, Rob. I yeah. still don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Go go tell somebody else's shit. Yeah. And I'm I'm there. So listen, there is no such thing as discipline. You just want it or don't. 
And if, if you don't want it, but you think you need it, then follow these five rules. And again, they are don't trust yourself to do the right thing. You're weak and you're human. Make yourself a plan. You can't just wing it. Schedule your life. Make the gym or whatever you're trying to have discipline with, make it an appointment. Make it a priority, something you can't skip. Nuke all the distractions. Kill them. Get rid of them and focus. And then finally decide if you really want it or not. And I, I will point out, like, this can be hard to, to implement these things. That's what coaches are for. Yep. You know, so yeah. if you want some help with this, use use the resources you've got available. Find a good coach. Get somebody to hold you accountable. Yeah. Oh, and don't forget, again, if you just want to skip all this shit, it's it's fine. Just wear Maximus shoes and drink Nidor protein, and, and he will do the discipline for you. You know, I had an idea. Guaranteed. I, I think what we should do is put uh, like a fitness package together where you get a, like a pair of shoes, the protein, maybe an order of meat locker. And it's like, I don't know, six easy payments at nine ninety nine. Okay, you lost me there. You had a great idea. If you've listened to the Cello podcast, if you donate $239.99 to our children, we'll put up a picture of Max, Jojo, Beans, and Weebs. We'll put a big picture. Donate. Feed the children. We'll send you this free gift box. That's right. Yes. Yeah. The Maximus gift box. Yes. For supporting our project. (laughs) <laughs> yep. By the way, and in case you're curious for the people that listen to the Cello podcast, Weebs had his raggedy ass little champion shorts on again today. Fucking Cello, that kid, man. He wanted nothing to do with champion. And then he saw him in Nordstrom. That's all he'll wear now. Yeah. He's just, just trying to cater to the crowd. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>